Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Voice Rising with Cara Johnstad. Enjoy weekly conversations with leading luminaries, pioneering visionaries, singers, poets, musicians, and sound healers as we explore the profound role our voice plays on the path to self-realization and global enlightenment. The internationally acclaimed singer, composer, author, healer, recording artist, voice expert, creator of Voice Your Essence, and founder of the School of Voice, Kara Johnstad uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower others. Everything in this world vibrates. Everything has a frequency. A pioneer in the field of voice work and transformational songwriting. Her breakthrough methods are helping thousands of people worldwide fine-tune their body-mind-spirit system and unlock the energetic frequencies of limitless creativity, health, and abundance. Share your voice. Ask your questions. Join in the conversation. Receive life-changing, positive transformation and rise together to create a sound world. And here's your host, Kara Johnstad. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Hi, Donna. Yeah. How are so you? I'm in studio. I'm very good. Let me introduce you. For everyone who's listening out there, I am in studio with the devotional singer, songwriter, and multi instrumentalist. Donna Delory, and we're going to explore today the power of voice, transformational power of voice. So, yeah, welcome, Donna. It's great to be here, up nice and early for me. Um, I, yeah, it's a beautiful morning. The sun is just kind of the light is is coming up, and and it's been we've had so much rain, so it's just so lush. And I'm just so you're uh, in California. Really is that blessed. is that correct? You're in California. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Topanga Canyon, so in the mountains, mm-hmm. Santa Monica Mountains, and we just had like even more rain last night, you know, yesterday and last night. So I was, I was up, I, I was walking up to my guest house this morning, and um, and it's kind of up the hill and just breathing in all that beautiful air, and right. that's where I make my music in that space. So your guest yeah. house is also your studio. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and is it full of cables or do you keep it pretty stripped down? Yeah. And, well, uh, yeah. There there are. Yeah, it's not too many cables. I try to tuck them under rugs. And and when you walk in, right. there's just there's like the the desk with the computer, and then you see the big mic. The mic's kind of in the center of the room and the piano. So it's kind wow, of like beautiful. inviting me to go in and sing. Nice. Um, yeah. That's very beautiful. Yes, you are um, a singer, a songwriter. You're doing a lot of workshops. You're doing a lot of retreats. You have a new album release. Is that a daily practice that you do is to walk up to your guest house and just put in a singing session? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, it's been so beautiful. You know, I've been working on my records, and there's always uh, remixes. I'm always working on something, or I'm doing some maybe some cues for film for mm-hmm. licensing, mm-hmm. Um, composing, or other people come to me and ask me to sing on their records, 
which what's really beautiful with modern technology is that they right. can just send me the Pro Tools session, right. and um, and then I get to do the vocals, and then I send them back to them, and and you know that's the way a lot of us work now when we have this like musical family, and we kind of like we send the music over. Wasn't there there was a movie? Was it was it called One Giant Leap or? I don't know, there was a film that was kind of made, that was the basis where they went around and they took the recording, they'd take the song to Africa and they'd have a singer put down their voice and then they'd take it to mm-hmm. India and they'd have another singer put down and there was this massive collaboration um, with everyone layering their sound and it just did yeah. a beautiful thing. So It's phenomenal. I, we can also, yeah. we're able to record even simultaneously. There are softwares now that let us... Yeah be in different cities at the same time while recording, which, you know, you can have a session musician, I don't know, a guitarist in London and a singer in New York and somewhere in California. So the Internet has really changed the way that we are able to create music together. So it's that global enlightening process, a global enlightenment. I think it's really um, there for us as artists to co-create absolutely you know i love i mean i love more than anything being in the room with musicians with creative people like i grew up in a musical family my dad was a musician so that's just like where i'm from and that's what just feeds me ultimately but Mm -hmm. i'm realizing now that you know maybe it, it is better sometimes to like stay home in your comfort you know in your place where you could be creative and then create that way with people and that that's okay as well Right. And just to so tell me vibration. You, you just um, shared a little bit about it. You you are from a very musical family, and I want to start digging a bit deeper into voice work. To start start in that place from your childhood. What is one of your strongest memories using your voice or singing when you were a child? Because you started to sing, as far as I know, pretty pretty early. You were already doing. Um, recordings when you were eight years old I was I mean I was like every kid you know I would get I had my record collection I'd go in my room Mm -hmm. and you know a lot of those records I was playing were records my dad played on like the Beach Mm -hmm. Boys Pet Sounds you know or you know my dad was with Capitol Records and they had they had um, been distributing I guess the Beatles records this is when I was really little and I had an older sister who was Mm -hmm. um, into all this music as well so I would sing along with the records and I started early on singing harmonies I I started singing like picking out harmonies and being able to sing them to records and I every time I would listen to the song I could pick a different part to sing you know mm-hmm. so I knew mm-hmm. I had that ear and then there were singers like you know Stevie Nicks or um Linda Ronstadt or you know female singers that I could sing in their range and then I could sing their harmonies and and just, I, I knew early on, you know, I could say I knew I had a voice, I could sing a tune, I had a talent, but really it was, I knew it fulfilled me. I knew it was my passion. I knew that singing and what was maybe going on in my life with my parents split up and, you know, that I had that, I had that, that I could like, I could sing and that 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 sound could come out and it was like it was healing for me right you know and then dancing was that way as well for me so I Mm -hmm. have that expression early Mm -hmm. on that led me to my dad was producer so he knew a man who hired singers 
and mm-hmm. children. So I went, my dad took me to audition for this man in the Hollywood Hills, and I was really shy, so I had to sing for him, and he hired me on a commercial. And I started singing professionally when I was eight. So right. I, I so I then began, you know, you take that, like, that just pure, pure um, essence of just, like, my bliss and everything and mm-hmm. singing and music. Mm-hmm. And then I went into starting to get the approval for it. You know, I was like right. in the studio, all the adults were clapping and and I was like, Oh, I'm doing good, I'm good, you know, this is something I can do. So the, there you know, there was that journey where I was singing professionally and then you know, it was competitive too because we had to like kind of compete for the solos and who's gonna get the job and so early on, I mean I was in that aspect of the business, trying right. to be the best. Um and, and that certain kind of ambition that went along with Did that. Did it change the way that you approached music as a child? Did you only then go actually for that competitive route and try to hit the highest note and try to have the best harmonies? and Or did you find yourself also able to take refuge in music and just curl up maybe with a good album? And Yeah, I, I definitely always did that because mm-hmm. I had my like a lot of kids then with our turntables, I had my right. my record collection. I had my favorites, and everything was about, I mean, it used to be, you know, just we just hear music on the radio, and then we go out right. and get it. It was It's hard for, like, my kids to understand the way it worked then. There was a lot less music, but there were albums like Carole King. I mean, there were artists exactly. that went yeah. so deep in me, and it became, like all of us, the soundtrack of our lives at that time. Yeah, and because we of, only had those few albums, so we listened to them right. five thousand times, basically. Yeah, over and <laughs> over. King uh, became part of our. Player. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh! And we would go into our room, and we would put on that record, and it was, it, that was our healing. And we would, mm-hmm. we would, mm-hmm. it was so experiential. Like you would pick it up, you would turn it over, and you would put the needle down. It was like. It was so tangible, and mm-hmm. and also the whole experience of going out and getting it, and it was, it was like such a part of your life that you would go and get music, and then you would go. And to it a was concert. very, it was very fragile. Also, the forty fives and the LPs that could get warped, you had to take very good care of them. They could break easily. It wasn't like um, mm-hmm. five thousand songs on inside your telephone. They they were very. If you forgot to put on the cover, they could get scratched. And, and we had our record they, cases, right? Right. That were like kind of, right. Some of them were kind of psychedelic looking. And right. I still have my 45 case. Mm. I have that with all my old letters in it, you know. But oh I just, I have such great memories of those records I listened to and how I just started dreaming about being a singer and doing that. And right. And then I would be in the studio with my dad, and we'd be with musicians. And then as I got to be a teenager, like, my dad started hiring me also as a singer on his sessions. And then my dad was a songwriter. So he mm-hmm. then he said, well, why don't you sing the demos? So I would start singing these songs, like, and I was, like, 13, 14, and I'm singing, mm-hmm. like, like, is the happiness worth the heartache? Is the trouble worth the pain? You know, these songs that my dad wrote mm-hmm, that I mm-hmm. had no idea about heartache at that time. But I just loved singing, you know. It was just that my dad would say, you got to feel it. 
you had to like riff out on the end and everything. And I'm like, dad, I'm 14. I've, I don't know what I'm talking about here, but I somehow like was winging it. And then we moved to Nashville and, um, I had been living with my mom at the time. My mom got cancer, breast cancer and brain tumor and passed. And then I went to, with, with my dad to Nashville and we just like started over and, and Honestly, like I left at my senior year of high school of kids that I had grown up with. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge change for me, but that was because I knew my life needed to be about music. And I was just like, my dad and I are going to Nashville and we're going to the mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. city. And just I immersed myself in that scene with songwriters. And, and it was so magical at that time. There were there was this place called Music Row, and there were house after house that were owned by, like... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Music publishing companies and the songwriters would just be hanging out. They were mm. signed to those houses. They would just be creating all day long. And I was like the new kid in town, so... I got to be friends with them, and I would go from house to house and just hang out with them. And I'd listen Did to, you... you know, I was I was yeah. there when they wrote the song Wind Beneath My Wings. Wow. And, that did and it was that, like a great version. Part of, mm-hmm. Yeah, part of music history there and, and just really neat time, and that was like my senior year of high school. Um, no, I wanted to ask you, because uh, with your the loss of your mom um, passing when you were only 16, did your... Did your voice change or did your longings change? A lot of times when we experience grief, our voice shuts down. There's many people that have difficulty singing after that. Or was voice your saving, you know, the saving grace that led you through it all? It, you know, it was, and it was also my strong connection with my dad. My dad mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. we just went into music, you know. And mm-hmm. I, at the time, like, no, I wasn't at that place of being a songwriter where I could, like, I journaled. But there was mm-hmm. there was so much grief, and I remember like after my mom passed, it was like a, a, a waterfall of tears that I couldn't shut right. off. It just I didn't think I could ever stop that grief, and yeah. I think by going to Nashville, you know what it did do in a really huge way, it shifted me into being into you know conscious living, and I I just shifted into um, I wanted to be healthier. Of course, I watched my mm-hmm. mom pass. Mm-hmm pretty young Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i started going to vegetarian restaurants i started hanging out with with these people that were just open-minded and older you know these med students that were 
into conscious living that were giving me books like The Mustard Seed and Autobiography of a Yogi. And mm-hmm. so at that same time of me doing music in Nashville and hanging out, believe it or not, with like Music Row, which is very country, it's very like, you know, Christian and um, especially then it wasn't as diverse. And then right, at the same right. time, I would be hanging out with the college, you know, at Vanderbilt University, going to the foreign films and, and uh-huh. opening my mind and not quite discovering world music, but I was getting more into like dance music and electronic music and because I was a dancer as well. Mm-hmm. But I was mm-hmm. going to, it was more of, um, I was going to the, you know, the health food stores and I was just connecting with those, that community of people there. Like and maybe... No, I was just going to say, my father, you know, he actually passed, I was 21, he he uh, died in a plane crash, and I remember after that saying, I'm only going to do what I love, I'm never ever going to take a job, because life is too short, life is too right. precious. So did that thought come and just say, I'm going to do music, it doesn't matter, and dance, I'm going to dance and do music, I'm never going to take a factory job or an office job, it doesn't matter if I'm starving and, and uh, yeah, eating tofu and yeah. potatoes. It, yeah. You know, that it was that, but at the same time, like, I got to get a job at a rock and roll hotel there. So I mm. was, like, at the desk when, like, Elvis Costello came in. And, you know, cool. I got to, like, do jobs kind of in the music business. And then I worked at a vegetarian restaurant that was on Music Row. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I'm going to be with the people I love. And, mm-hmm. um, and then there was the aspect of studying and growing mm-hmm. as, as a singer and as an artist. I started playing guitar. I, I found a teacher. I decided I wasn't going to go to college, so I just wanted to, you know, get into – I always wanted to find, like, that master teacher I could learn from. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, though, I had been dancing and I had been acting, and, and it wasn't – there wasn't that much there for me in Nashville. So I, I, would, I would come back to L.A., and I would kind of be living in two places. And I found – that's when I found yoga in Los Angeles – um, with a teacher named Rod Stryker, who's, mm-hmm. you know, he's a very And probably big... one of the beginning, I mean, the yoga scene, I don't know when you were in L.A. back then, but, I mean, it's only in the last 15 years that yoga has really exploded. I mean, I think that exactly. you were leading the way. You were pioneer, yeah. <laughs> pioneer this in L.A. This is like 83, 84. Right. And I, once again, it was like I got into the... Um, it was kind of like the Kundalini yoga scene. There was a mm-hmm. restaurant called, I think it was called the Golden Temple. And I just, I think by being in Nashville and connecting with that community there, I somehow in L.A. connected with the Macrobiotic Center, the yoga center. Right. I mean, that's pretty right. amazing. I was like 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and those were the people I felt you know, just that community really comfortable with and going to like talks on macrobiotics and, and, you know, things would come up and I'd go see, you know, a psychic or, or someone who would read my chart. And, and I was definitely on that, that more spiritual path. Um, and then, you know, I, I started my journey, you know, of being in Hollywood and trying to make it in showbiz. And, and hold that like, thought. Hold, hold that yeah. thought. That's a good thought to hold. Yeah. Making it in Hollywood. We're going to take a very short station break. I'm here with Donna Delory talking about the transformational power of voice on consciousness and her newest release. Be back in a couple of minutes.
cutting edge of conscious radio. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Om Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Connect at ometimes.com. Ohm Times, creating a more conscious lifestyle. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living. A chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. With happy clients all over the world, Kara Johnstad knows that your voice is the missing link to more authenticity, abundance, creativity, and health. An internationally acclaimed voice expert, Kara's breakthrough methods have helped thousands of people successfully heal their voice wounds and extinguish the story of self-doubt and shyness forever. Join in group trainings, attend online sessions, schedule one-on-one time, and invite Kara to work with your organization and community. Get started today. Go to www.karajohnstad.com and receive a special guided meditation designed to fine-tune your inner voice and welcome you on the voice journey. Why is the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. We are back with the devotional singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Donna DeLore talking about the power of voice healing and her new album, Here in Heaven. And Donna, we just left off or we just stopped with Hollywood. I would actually like to jump to another place that you dearly love and are talking a lot about on this next album. We will get to Hollywood, but I have a, a track <laughs> lined up for our listeners and um, Joseph Campbell said, the experience of eternity right here and now is a function of life, and heaven mm-hmm. is not the place to have the experience. Here is the place to have the experience. And the lyrics on your track, Heaven, reflect, I believe this quotation, that heaven is yeah. always present, right here, right mm-hmm. now. Would you like to share a few words about uh, heaven before we play it for our listening audience? Yeah, that that inspiration um, came to me years ago because when I was I was living in another house on by myself and like every night when when I was home I didn't have plans I would go to the video store when there were video mm-hmm. stores and I would rent <laughs> like ev- I was constantly renting like Joseph Campbell Joseph Campbell videos mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. I was so into 
his um, lectures and everything. And, and a, a friend who was actually an actor a few years before had introduced me to to Joseph Campbell, and it just blew my mind. So it was the the Bill Moyers. I especially loved the conversations they were having, and I think it was like at Lucas Ranch, and it was a few months before um, Joseph Campbell passed. Mm-hmm. And he, in that moment, was saying to Bill Moyers this concept of heaven is right here, right now. And I think Bill at some point looked at him and said, you mean right here between us, mm-hmm. like right in mm-hmm. this space? And 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 Joseph Campbell said yes, and and if we don't, and he was just so his lifetime of studies and experiences, and I mean just so rich, and his um just his spirit, I could just feel it, you know, so deeply. Right, right. In that moment, I thought that's it resonates so deeply with me. I thought that's how I feel, and mm-hmm. there was that beautiful, you know, namaste, that recognition in that moment between them. And it just inspired me so much. I was like, that's how I feel. And I was working on a song at the time, and it was very simple. And it was just, heaven could be anywhere. Why not here? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. kind of talking about, at, at first I was talking about, like, the relationship I was in with this person and saying, you're out there. You walk the world. You open up the skies dancing with the gods of another time. You're out there everywhere, but right, it's right here between us. It's right here when mm-hmm. we're looking in each mm-hmm. other's eyes everything the whole universe is right here in this moment um Mm -hmm. and this this sense of no time timelessness and so it came out of that inspiration and i had kind of fun with the instrumentation and kind of it's it's definitely world music um with all the percussion that i love and i'm actually working on a video right now i was up late last night at dance rehearsal which we're going to shoot on saturday which is I've had this vision for so long for this video, and it involves so much production, <laughs> like dancers oh. and choreographers and costumes, and it's like... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It kind of could be almost overwhelming, but it comes back to something that I was hearing about you talking about giving people that, empowering them with the confidence of their voice. Mm-hmm. And the confidence mm-hmm. of their vision and their dream. And this came from my voice going down on this, putting my voice down on this record and writing this song, but then wanting to visually um, express what it means to me and what what I am so drawn to with the, you know, the art and the 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 cultures and the colors and the dance and, and the Eastern, you know, it's kind of like... It, inspired by eastern cultures and and you'll see when you see the video but i'm in the process of like pulling all these pieces together for this video and i think it's going to be really powerful so the video is of this of the track heaven that that is that is the that's going to be the video it's a remix so it's it's more dance and we've got these young dancers, because I love to work with young people, they're between the ages mm-hmm. of about 12 and maybe 16, 17. Mm-hmm. So they're students. 
and we wanted to work with students for just, you know, it was beautiful. We went in and saw them dance, and they started improvising, and it was incredible, and the choreographer I'm working with was asking them, was telling them what the song was about. They're like, this is about going within yourself and finding your own bliss, your own heaven right here in this moment. Mm-hmm. And we want you to, you know, show us that moment. Mm-hmm. And each mm-hmm. one of them got up and did this, and it was mind-blowing. Mm. And they, he also gave them the direction of, like, find a place of, like, your struggle, a suffering, and it's like the lotus flower coming up. And then you find, you come out of that and you rise up and you're finding your bliss and your joy. So he gave them that direction and they danced with that to the to the song. And I was just like, oh my God, this is the video, you know, with these Gorgeous. young women finding their power. And, and a lot of the idea of the, which Joseph Campbell talks about a lot, is the masculine and the feminine pairs of opposites and, and blending mm-hmm. that and how we all, we have that and incorporating that and balancing that within ourselves. So in this video will be like the masculine and the feminine, the yin and the yang. And um, anyway, you'll get to see it in a couple months. And I'm Beautiful. Really excited less, about it. Yeah, and we look forward to that. And let's listen in to your track off of the newest album entitled, this track is entitled Heaven. Can dry up 
We are here in the studio with Donna DeLore. That was her track, Heaven on Earth as it is in Heaven. Um, Donna, we know that our voice is a channel and it can be used as a portal to experience the interdimensional. And I was wondering if you personally have a songwriting or singing practice that you use as a tool to deepen the connection to your ancestors and your beloveds that might be on the other side. Oh, absolutely. I I Mm. do. And, you know, I have, I mean, I, I, you know, the first song I ever wrote was actually about my mom and it Mm -hmm. was a way Mm. of connecting with her. And, you know, my mom had dreams of being a singer and a dancer and Mm. um, she kind of, you know, and as a young woman, her mom had moved her to Hollywood and she went to Hollywood High and was trying to like be in showbiz and everything when she met my dad. That was like in the 50s. Mm-hmm. So times were different then. She ended up kind of giving that up and being a mom. Um, but the first song was that deep, just trying to connect with my mom and, and saying, um, acknowledging her and her pain and saying, I'm dancing on the world for you and I'll be there for you. There was this mm-hmm. deep sense of, of me, of the gratitude and purpose of my life carrying forward, you know, and, and being there, this sense of being there for what, for my mom's dreams as well and what she couldn't do. Right. And even right. when I went out and I was touring with Madonna and I'm on stage and we're doing these numbers, there were certain points where I would, and it maybe it was reminiscent, those moves in the style of music of my mom's day. You know, I would always mm-hmm. think of her and here I am carrying this dream and she's she's inside of me. And isn't mm-hmm. this just so beautiful and complete? Um, mm-hmm. But the first song was was written about her. Um, I mean, just music is just so deep in me. And, get, you know, something I shared with my father, that connection. So the practice of whether I go in my studio and I play, the, sit down and play the piano or the harmonium or I, I go and sing, um, I, you know... I would still be doing this if I wasn't making a living and I didn't. It, it's a practice for me, and I try to encourage right. other people, whether it's just a drum, just get a drum and, and hit it like a heartbeat, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, and just try to just get some vibration going and, and try to sing over that or, or just what what comes out after that. You know, some people need something to kind of lead them to that space or other people can just use their voice, or maybe it's a shaker or a bell or a bowl. It, it's kind of like start with something, and the sound vibration will pull you in. And to me, it, it's like you go to this whole other realm. And when I'm making music, I truly feel like I'm just in this other space. And Yes, transcending and, space and time, right? And things yeah. are just, you're pulling things right out of the air. And it's mm-hmm. like you realize, wow, that's where creation is. That's where inspiration is. It's always right there. You can just reach out and grab it, you know. Very magical. Anyone. Right. Yeah. And you could be outside and hear the birds singing. And you could om or hum or use your voice in some way, you know. And I've even used my voice when I'm walking around on a walk and there'll be deer there hanging mm-hmm. out near me. And I start singing. And they just stay there. I mean, it's pretty amazing. 
or the or the know. bird calls or the or when a cat comes close and you try to imitate their voice and then they yeah. they even come closer you know you know that you're on point if if the cat doesn't yeah. run away or the birds say stay and sing with you you know that you've hit the target basically that you that they understand there's a resonance that happens right exactly. right and what and and really what i find is that it's just it's that it's that connection it's it's that yoga of Mm-hmm. Singing for me and music is connecting me back to source. And if I if I'm outside, or even not outside, if I'm doing my music and I walk outside, it's like all of a sudden I can hear everything. I'm my senses are more alive. I could I'm way my awareness is greater. And I noticed that if I would would take a yoga class and sing at the end for shavasana. And mm-hmm. I started doing this. This is how I kind of got into doing music for yoga. I had friends that were beautiful. really beautiful. So check that out. Fabulous. Okay, here we go.
off of her newest album here in heaven and um, Donna that's spectacular and I can I can really sense that this album is just filled with your vision and your passion and your making it happen you were the top of the pops and you have done many sessions and can be heard on recordings with Bette Midler Leonard Cohen Belinda Carlisle, Carly Simon. I mean, these are the greatest. Now, Selena, and of course, 20 years you travel with Madonna and were her dancer and background singer, etc. And yet you yourself said that something was missing, that your soul wasn't being fed. When I listen to this track, I feel that your soul is totally fed, that you're yeah. actually in overflow. So can you now name that thing? Can you put a name on it? What was missing for you? before and what you have now found for yourself well well at that you know at that time i mean there's there's a lot of things involved like when you're when you're working for another artist and you're making a good living and you're you know there's certain parts of me as a performer as a singer to be able to have a job singing like that was like my day job you know and i loved that but the music how much the the potential of me connecting with music that wasn't my music, you know, mm-hmm. and I loved, I connected with Madonna's music in a big way, you know, in the rhythmic aspects of it and, it, and her songs and everything, but I needed to kind of find my own voice. And she really was a teacher for me to tell me that, that mm-hmm. I need to find my own path and whatever that is. And I began, you know, I began making a a mantra CD, which was in 2004, The Lover and the Beloved. Mm-hmm. But before that, I didn't. Anyway, I have a long story about doing a big pop record with a major company. And then I did my first indie record in around 2000. And that was right. amazing. And I started going more devotional on that. So it was kind of, that was kind of the bridge between the pop world and the devotional world. And I didn't even know I was doing, I was going in that direction. I was just mm-hmm. following my heart and writing my own songs. And starting to use instruments like cello and harmonium and more percussion. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that voice anymore like you have to have a pop hit, you know, that I had had from my record company. Just started making the sounds that I loved, the tablas, you know. And then it led me to doing a, a record of mantras, mainly mantras I blended in English as well. And at that time, mm-hmm. it just was like this explosion at that time of yoga in mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. country and around the world, I'm sure. So that opened a door to a whole new world for me. And I just kept walking, <laughs> I, walking, walking down that path. The, but yeah. it, So singing the mantras, but I'm also a songwriter. So I'm there's these deep human relation relationship experiences that I want to write about. But I also right. want to incorporate the mantras because that's the practice of finding that balance and that stillness that I want to put into there because that's my life. So that's that that's why there's a lot of mantra and English blended in my songs. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that is a reflection exactly of your practice, of your path as a singer. So where can people find out more about your upcoming 
concerts and your album releases. Maybe you're doing workshops and retreats. Do you have a home page? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's going to be a lot more coming up over the summer and fall. Um, okay. DonnaDelore.com is probably right. the best place. And then if you don't, you know, if you don't want to go there, you, of course, there's Facebook and there's also Instagram. I, I do. A, I'm, I'm having fun with Instagram now. Um, really playful. seeing it's playful and a quick, you know, just go go on there and see a quick quote quote by Thich Nhat Hanh, who I love so much, or Rumi. Yeah. You know, a quick yeah. reminder and inspiration. I, I love it. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's beautiful. So, and I really yeah. appreciate your support. I love having these conversations. Um, I know we could talk for hours about this stuff. We could talk stuff. for hours all day. <laughs> Tell me what your right. message is for our world. If you have one um, message or, or a little golden nugget about the voice path, about sound healing, vibrational frequency, staying true to our heart, what would that be? Well, How can people I, the, integrate? I feel that music is such a tool for us to to open our hearts, to listen to one another, mm-hmm. to find peace. It's such a beautiful tool for transformation, and it's right there for us, you know, and I wish we could, you know, every big, you know, these big summits and meetings of all the world leaders could start out with this kind of like an invocation and music, and wouldn't that be wonderful, you know, and some sound healing, get everyone on the same frequency. Um, So it's a tool that we could use in a big way, but also we could just use it for our own practice and that's my tool so I can share that and it's also I think it's really important to to really listen to music that is made with intention for uplifting Mm -hmm. and being positive and you listening to people that inspire you that being bring out the best in you and more of your higher self because it's really easy to go to the negativity it's easy you know it's all around us we listen to the news and you just get pulled in. Oh, I knew it. He's a liar. You know, whatever. Yeah. But then we have to look we, at. We are all able the to good. absorb sound, right? We're able to absorb yeah. sound. That's why it's so important to put ourselves in an ocean, a sea of sound, which is uplifting and empowering. And uh, like so you said, many the voice. Beautiful artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, and the voice is with us 24 7, right? So 2 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, 3 in the afternoon, we can always hum, whistle, sing keep ourselves in tune in balance we could um, um we could do simple you know aham prema i mean whatever the mm-hmm. mantra is that resonates for you beautiful donna you know, is a blessing <laughs> yes thank you for being in studio with me i wish you lots of success and i hope to have you back again sometime to deepen our conversation Definitely. on voice and sound healing okay. thank you for getting me up early beautiful conversation thanks for your support <laughs> Transatlantic moments. All right, lots of love. Bye bye. Bye bye. Namaste.